Welcome back to DMnastics, the gym for dungeon masters to work out their minds. I'm DM Josh, aka Three-Eyed Sloth, and joining me as always is the beautiful, lovely co-host of mine. <gasps> That's me, DM yes. Neil, aka Joke Maniac. Hi, Neil. Hey, we're back. We're back we're in back. the gym. That's and right. I realized that there is something that we totally needed to talk about, but I didn't talk to you before talking about it now. Uh-oh. So we're going to talk about it, and you're not going to know. So this but... is purely improv. All right. Okay, 100% on your part. So right. I don't know if we've announced it on Twitter. Maybe yes, we have and? Been... Maybe. Oh, uh, sorry. That's my improv uh, No, no but <laughs> the... I think we've announced it on Twitter, but maybe we haven't. But both DM Josh and I are going to be at Gen Con this year. Yeah, that's right. So I don't know that we have anything official in terms of DMnastics and being found, but we will be there. So if you hear this and you want to get a hold of us, you can always do so through Twitter at DMnastics or DMnastics at gmail.com to let us know that you will be there as well. And hopefully we could meet up at some point. Yeah, if there's like, you know, decent number of people that are going to be there. That'd be cool to do like meet and greet or something, you know, hang out with people. Yes. We definitely will have some potential swag with us <gasps> that we could give out if you find us. So oh, that's a thing. I want swag. I mean, is it against the rules for me to have swag? I don't know. <laughs> it might be against the rules for either of us to have it. Oh, um, man. Unless, um, unless no one comes and finds us. So maybe we'll just be <laughs> hiding in Gen Con. And okay, we won't perfect. Know. Perfect. <laughs> I will be in some kind of disguise, I'm sure. I love it. I think they just call that cosplay, but whatever. (laughs) I've never heard of it. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. And now we're going to segue. Go! Perfect. And we're going to tie back to episode number 104, Intergenerational Roleplaying. And the guest for that one was Derek White. And I took the idea and kind of ran with it and made DMnastics number 86. Something old, something new. Which is what they say at a wedding. You're supposed to have four things with you. Something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. And Is that a thing? That's a thing. That's a thing? Yeah. Oh, I'm married and I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I am also married and <laughs> did know that that was a thing. It's a very old thing, but now, listeners, ah, you know that too. Got it. So, to set this up, you know, and obviously the basis of the original episode was talking about intergenerational playing at a table which is something i do the people that got me into the game are now players at my table as well as their sons being players at my table which is awesome but this idea was to do that inside of your game be that pcs or npcs or some mix of the two being intergenerationally connected to each other i like that a lot i think that's a cool concept yeah, I mean, be wary, players, because that, that's the number one rule. Don't have a family. Your DM will use it against you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm an orphan of a long line of orphans. That's right. <laughs> Please leave me alone, mean dungeon master. So we have some really awesome ones from the forums. And as always, we're just going to jump in and kind of showcase a couple of those ideas. Josh, I believe you had one. Yes. Uh, so I want to highlight a post from user finally found a hobby who's a silver dragon patreon member thanks mr finally found a hobby yeah Uh, and i'm glad that it was this hobby that you found well you know what i don't know that this could be your profession and it could be something like underwater basket weaving but it's true i wanted to specifically point out that 
finally found a hobby. You mentioned that this is her first time on the forums. So this post that I am highlighting, first time ever that that this user has posted, which is super cool. And I thought it was awesome. So welcome. So you had posted about, not about exactly, 16 different characters um, of all different sorts of backgrounds, classes, uh, races, something about like what they're doing, you know, who they are. And you push people to pick two of them uh, and then kind of come up with some sort of intergenerational connection or relationship between the two of them. So for this user and this post, what was selected was number two and number six, which was friendly halfling warlock from a deserted island who is writing an autobiography and a gentle dragonborn warlock from a wealthy vineyard who is dealing with the midlife crisis. Right off the bat. Fantastic. That's pretty good. I like that a lot. But the backstory and the and the setup that uh, finally found a hobby uh, came up with was really interesting. It, it read like a very good short story. There wasn't really any action to it, but just you 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 can discern a lot from just like the few paragraphs that were posted about how this dragonborn you know is kind of doing this thing you know doing this uh, job that is almost like a, you know, passed down from generation to generation, you know, has been doing it forever, almost like an expectation. You get the sense that like, no, you know, they're not really okay with it, you know, or like not really, like their heart's not in it. Uh, and their friend, this gnome, you know, or sorry, halfling that's been traveling, who's, you know, decided that like my life is boring and I need to go see the world and write about it, kind of like a Bilbo Baggins type thing. You know, they've become friends and convinces this dragonborn that, like, you leave this life behind. Come out on an adventure with me. Let's have some fun. And then, like, okay, like, sure, I'm I'm unhappy with my current life. Let's just drop everything and go out on some crazy adventure. Anyway, I love it. I think that's a great background for a cool story. And I just wanted to say two big thumbs up to Finally Found a Hobby and your excellent post. Yeah, and it, I like that it was two PCs as well. Yes. That, um, that's the very last piece. The last piece that she had posted was that it would be two PCs that have this story. And I think that makes it so much more fun when you have such a rich backstory between two characters. And I mean, granted, having an NPC is great, but then there's always the potential that you don't have them recur enough to really draw on that backstory that you created. Exactly. So I rambled plenty enough there. Neil, you should tell me which one was your favorite. So for mine, I am going to choose DM Caleb, and he has an impetuous gnome sorcerer from an uncharitable, from an uncharitable (laughs) island who wants to be famous no matter what, and a delightful dwarf barbarian from a backwater village who suffers from claustrophobia. Ah, so good. Yeah. So the... From what I can gather, the delightful dwarf is the one who's older because you know, they've been out on their own. I, I just want to dig so much further into this who suffers from claustrophobia because what a weird childhood that would be. Right? Being a dwarf, like the whole, if you're, at least if you're going with a very traditional dwarf background of like living in tunnels and caves and underground and... Yeah, I mean, everyone just, you know, I mean, because I could see it as like everyone thinks the, the kid is just kind of freaked out all the time and they're not sure why until eventually they go outside and they're like, oh, okay, I'm fine now. And then it was just this <laughs> terrible sense of claustrophobia or it could be a traumatic event. All that aside. So essentially the gnome sorcerer who is just trying to be famous no matter what isn't that great 
at adventuring and then the dwarf comes along and saves them. And so then it is this like older dwarf kind of carting along this younger gnome that wants to be all that they can be. And then essentially the backstory continues where the dwarf won't go into the city, the gnome will, and then the gnome claims all of the great deeds that they did together as their own. And now they claim to kill, which I mean, they did kill, but together a bandit who has like a super powerful brother. And then that's kind of where the story goes from there. So you got me with grizzled old dwarf. That's pretty much a guaranteed win in my book. (laughs) Although this grizzled old dwarf is delightful. So I don't know. Right. I don't know how to. I don't know how to put all these together, and I think that's one of the great mm, delightful dwarf. Ah, the delightful claustrophobic barbarian dwarf <laughs> from my backwater village. Exactly. <laughs> Make him talk like Boomhauer all the time. I, okay, now I just want this in all my <laughs> games now. Well, then all of a sudden I'm gonna cut him with my axe. <laughs> I'm going to get my axe. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to... Don't put me in that cave, though. <laughs> oh, oh, wow, that'd be weird because you couldn't dungeon delve with this guy. No. Absolutely. I mean, you, maybe you could. Yeah. Maybe that's where his like barbarian rage comes from. He just gets really angry and like oh. loses it whenever he gets put in tight, confined spaces. I like it. Cool. So now we've got two, but you know what that means. We're going to have to start lifting the mental weights right now. Oh, man. Lifting weights is what I do. Look at me. Lift these weights. So, the best way that I could think to do this would be to obviously pick two of them. You know, and you would pick one and I would pick one. And then we will reveal our choice and then tie them together. Oh, that's fancy way of doing things. I'm going to go with the one that was given, assigned to me by this random number man this little number elf that lives in the internet how did you do this number elf thing it's i mean i pay this service it's pretty great this little this little elf that lives in on my computer gives me numbers when i tell him to it's awesome his name is guoggle i feel like there's some issues with you having this elf slave but besides that (laughs) i mean it's legal everything is legal with google guoggle is his name all right i got my number whenever you're ready what happens if we get this? If we both pick the same number? I think we have to come up with a backstory with the same two identical people. Okay. Let me see. <laughs> Is my number taken? No. Okay. So read yours and then I'll read mine. Maybe we should read them at the same time. Like nope. That, three. nope. Oh, okay. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> and that makes it hard for editing. Don't do that. <laughs> Fine. Uh, I went, I got number 12. That was okay. the number assigned to me. It is a gentle elf wizard from a plague-ridden city who suffers from night terrors. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. I think that's going to make you the older person because I got number four. Egotistical half-orc cleric from an underground city who believes in an eye for an eye. Ah, I could see that. So, now the question is, how are we tied together? Let me see. So, a gentle elf wizard from a plague-ridden city... Suffers from night terrors. Which would be easy, because, I mean, it sounds like me for the most part, but could be maybe this underground city is the same as this plague-ridden city? Perhaps. It could be. The other thing that I thought was that because I am a cleric, and you know, there's obviously no 
timetable on when you were in that plague-ridden city. You know, and you could have been there for a long time, then the plague came. It could be that we originally met when I showed up to try and help. Ah, you came to help with the plague. Yes. Ah, I like that. Okay. But but you're pretty full of yourself, you know. You're egotistical, like you're kind of cocky and, you know, think that like, you know, I got this. I got this. Yep, this I got plague. This. I've got the entire Plagues. plague. <laughs> Who's scared of a plague? I mean, geez, come on. Then we could start adventuring together because I also egotistically claim that I can resolve your night terrors. Oh, that's true. But you had something stolen from you and you you believe in an eye for an eye. And so I'm helping going with you to help you recover something that was stolen from you. Ooh, I like it. in payment for whatever I say I can do to help with the night terrors. Ah, exactly. So I'm trying to think of what, like, how do we also play up the intergenerational piece? I'm gentle. Uh, so I'm, I'm very, maybe a little like elder, like wizened old man, you know, type figure that uh, is kind of easygoing and, you know, tries to impart his uh, elderly wisdom, you know, and obviously being a young, egotistical half-orc, like, just like, yeah, 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 I know it, I got it, like, I don't, I don't need your life advice. No, I like that, and then, and then, it's one of those things where that kind of relationship where, because you are gentle, you eventually make it where it's my idea, but it's not really ever my idea, it's always your idea. Ah, there you go. I like it. Okay. I like it a lot. They're off. Well, I mean, uh, do we want to... What's their names? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> a gentle elf wizard. Uh, how about... Nethelheim. Nethelheim. What just happened? I have no idea. I think you had a stroke. Nethelheim, the gentle elf wizard. Done. And I have Oreg, O R E G, Oreg, the egotistical half orc cleric. Beautiful. Done. All right. Let's pick another pair. Oh, that was Ready. exhausting. Huh? Ready, uh, set, roll. Okay. I've got mine. Okay. You go too. first. I have number three. An un- oh, no! <laughs> Do you have number three as well? I did. Let me pick okay. a new number. No, 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 no. Okay. I want to see if we can make it happen. Okay. So we're going to try and make this happen with the exact same <sighs> prompt for the characters. So we we both have an unpredictable elf bard from a gnome-run orphanage who wants to become a famous singer. It's so good. I think, obviously, I mean, right off the bat, like, the first thing that popped in my head was Father Son Band. <gasps> right? But I then like where's the orphanage? That's a hard thing to tie the orphanage into. Well, not necessarily. I mean, it could be the thing where the pair of them, the father doesn't have the means by which to <gasps> care for his son. So then he works at the orphanage and helps out so that they can you know, have a roof over their head and oh. three, three meals a day. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I also thought of how about this as an alternative idea. The older elf bard had a child, and not wanting to be a father because he wants to be a famous singer, 
abandons his child at this orphanage that his friend, this gnome, runs, and then later in life comes back feeling guilty about doing that, comes and picks up his son and sets off to have a father-son musical troupe. Well, I mean, the best thing is that they would, the son would have the same aspirations as the father. Exactly. And then now they also want to be a famous singer. So th- He heard his daddy was a famous singer, and he wants to be just like his daddy. Perfect. Okay, so then we're going to need names and instruments. Ooh, okay, well, uh, I'm going to do better about picking an elf name this time. Let's do Eldrin. Okay, and I, I will be Felithel. Okay. And Eldrin plays the mouth harp. I have one somewhere. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. If you mess that up, it hurts your teeth so bad. Oh, I bet. Okay. I'm going to do it because it is another instrument that I own. That means that Felithel owns a washboard. Oh, that's awesome. So they're just kind of like this like super Americana style <sighs> band together. It's like, uh, oh, brother, where art thou? But... perfect orphaned elves oh brother where art thou and father son we've done it that's amazing let's take a third one who cares i can do it i'm feeling good now all right i've got one i'm good too so you'll go first all right uh i've got number 13 a faithful half-orc paladin from a peaceful coastal town who always wanted to learn magic but struggled with it okay i have number 10 a tactless human cleric from a young offenders institute who hates <clears throat> to be clean. <laughs> to me, that's super easy. This is like the easiest backstory ever because we've got this faithful paladin from this peaceful town who wants to learn magic real bad, but but just can't do it. And then you've got this uh, human cleric that obviously knows magic really well, but has issues and is struggling with being clean so he has this paladin like mentor slash sponsor that has to hang almost like his parole officer (laughs) paladin Uh, that like it he has to follow him around and then at the same time he's learning magic from well yeah and you could also have it where the you know the half-orc paladin is older so like they could know they could know some extent to magic but it is always this very intense struggle to achieve that ability and like you said the tactless human is just super quick at it but can't seem to get themselves together enough to maintain that ability so then it is the, the two of them going around learning learning from each other like any good story would do so my, my character's name is is Walter White. I think yours is Jesse Eisenberg. It is indeed. <laughs> and we take over the local mushroom sale. I don't know. <laughs> it's perfect. Well, sir, I say we have done it once again. Yeah, I think I feel my brain is, is mush now. It's been worked out so hard. We have done it. If you think we've done it and you want to talk about how you have tied two characters together, you can always email us at dmnastics at gmail.com or head over to Twitter and follow us at dmnastics. Or if you wanted to follow me, I am at Jotmaniac. And I am at Josh Clyde. Also, those are linked on our DMnastics Twitter accounts in case you don't know how to spell those because people usually don't know what I'm saying when I say Jotmaniac, Jotmaniac. which is fine. 
But for everything else on our network, the Block Party Podcast Network, you can head over to, surprise, blockpartypodcastnetwork.com. We want to implore listeners to join the forums and take part in these challenges and exercises, as well as other conversations that are being had. Yep, and to do that, you just head over to dungeonmasterblock.freeforums.net and try some gymnastics so your players don't ask, do you even lift? Oh, I could barely lift my right arm because I did so many. I don't know if you heard me counting, I did over a thousand. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. <laughs> <laughs>